1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, AM member FDIC.
0: Hello, I'm Kendra Winchester, and this is Reading Women, a podcast inviting you to reclaim the bookshelf and read the world. Today, we're reminiscing about the past six seasons of the show, and this is our last episode. You can find a complete transcript of this episode over on our website, readingwomenpodcast.com. So today uh, is our last episode, like I said, and if you're seeing the title of this, you also probably see that. And uh, I, man, how, how do you summarize something like this? I don't know. I've been thinking about this for a long time and... I, you know, went over a lot of different options for this last episode uh, and I was thinking of having someone on to talk about it and so I was like, we could do a past author that we've interviewed or um, someone special in bookish media and I really didn't know like what exactly I wanted to do Um, and then I I realized that there was a member of our Reading Women team that I had never interviewed on the main podcast who has probably been here almost as long as as I have, I would say. Uh, So I realized that you all had never actually heard from my mom, who actually has been volunteering for Reading Women. And uh, I thought that this would be a great opportunity. I think it's very on brand for a podcast about women. So welcome, mom, to the podcast. Thanks. It's good to be here. Uh, So uh, I am excited to have you on. Uh, How are you feeling right now? I think this is your first
1: main podcast feed episode yes it is Uh, (laughs) i am feeling better (laughs) um uh, i am feeling better and uh currently i am not coughing up a storm and scaring everyone so we're doing well we're doing well the royal (laughs) way right yeah (laughs) i am doing well for those who don't know you had COVID (laughs) earlier this year yes i did and it kind of hung around for quite a while. The fatigue lasted for months, um, and it flared up my asthma even more. So we're still working to get that under control, but um, I'm currently in a good space. Well, I'm
0: I'm very glad about that. Uh, there's nothing. I mean, besides having COVID, which is would, would are definitely is worse. But besides having COVID, uh, have being far away from your family while they're having COVID, and obviously you can't go visit them while they have COVID, is. It's very stressful. And I honestly don't know how I still did the podcast with all of that going on. And I don't share a lot about my personal life on the show about the immediate personal life. I'm fine We talking about it in the past tense. So I guess I'm doing that again, but I, um, I'm so glad you're here on the podcast to chat and yeah, I, I know you've been on the Patreon podcast before. And today we're going to chat about the podcast a little bit from your perspective as a little bit on the outside, but also with like an insider track. But I thought we could chat a little bit first. You also love to read. I would say that's probably, you know, both my parents read, but, you know, you I was homeschooled. So you taught my brother and I. And uh, so how what are you reading right now? And what has reading meant to you, I guess, over the last couple of years?
1: I am currently reading The Plum Pudding Mystery by Joanne Fluke and she writes a whole series I think it's up to at least 28 books I haven't read the very newest one but I'm actually on my second round through all of them I listen mostly audiobook on errands and whatnot um, and going to work Uh, on the way home from work your dad and I catch up on each other's days so I read on the way to work sometimes on the way to work and then when I'm driving around town sometimes when I'm playing Animal Crossing I'm listening or whatever but anyway Um, they are, I think you told me they're called cozy mysteries um, and they include (laughs) lots of, uh, lots of recipes. The the main character, and this isn't a spoiler, the main character owns a cookie shop. And so she includes lots of recipes in her books. And I actually bought a bunch of the paperbacks just so I could have the recipes and I tried (laughs) them. good. So, and I discovered this series in one of the reading women challenges. I think it was the very first one you had um you had to or no no no, it was a it was a scavenger hunt you did for reading women I think maybe for one of their birthdays or your birthdays or something anyway you had to find a book with food in the title so here I am at the library scouring the bookshelves (laughs) trying to find and I found one of these this series and when I posted it on Instagram at, at per the scavenger hunt rules Um, several of my friends said, Oh, I've read those books. They are so good. And the recipes are fantastic. So (laughs) I started reading them and now I'm hooked and 2021, 2020, but especially 2021, this has been a hard year, um, health wise, all of us dumpster fire, be a good description. Yes, it has. Yes, absolutely. So it is all about comfort reading. And so I go back to books that are, I'm rereading books or re-listening to books. In this case, because I think I've only read one physical book this year, I've read all my reading has actually been audio book, which is fine. But it's all about comfort reading. You have comfort foods um, and you have comfort reading. And, and um, you know, that's what this year is. So I went back and read and I'm rereading these and enjoying it. You know, I still, I still keep, you know, Plugging on for her to do the same thing I did the first time around, you know. And, <laughs> and sometimes I forget who the, who the killer is, you know, the they're, they're murder mystery. So I, I sometimes forget who the killer is. And then, you know, it's a surprise all over again. But that didn't happen to her. He's <laughs> like, you'll, you'll take it. You'll take it. I'll take it. Take it, yes. <laughs> and she has a cat. I mean, you know, she, she, owns, she has a cat named Moisha. What can be better? A big (laughs) yellow tomcat. Um, Reminds me of your cat, Sam, as we called him four-legged Sam. Um, Versus my my spouse, who is two-legged Sam. Yes, yes. (laughs) It complicated things. It did. But anyway, um, it's a big yellow tomcat um, that weighs like 25 pounds. And, you know, so it reminds me of Four-legged Sam. Well, I wanted to have you on today
0: because, you know, I wanted someone that was close to the podcast but so had a sense of remove to chat with about the show and to reminisce about our different themes um, and just someone who would who'd follow along with the show. And a lot of people came in at certain time periods and you know, some of you have been here, you know, listeners have been from the beginning, but I wanted someone who had that broad perspective um, who came on the show. But before we jump in, um, Mom, what do you what do you do for the podcast, for listeners who may not be aware?
1: <laughs> I am a proofreader for the newsletters, and um, I proofread, and then I have filled in uh, as a transcriptionist at times, um, but mostly I proofread for the newsletters and whatever. Yeah, there are some of our challenges
0: and, like, Reading Women Months and, like, those big... Posts or pages that we do, you've proofread those. Yes, I'm a proofreader. Yeah, which is very helpful, especially as my ability to read text has deteriorated. Um, Yes. It's been very helpful.
1: (laughs) There are times I can tell how bad you're feeling by what you send me.
0: It's very true. (laughs) Sam says the same thing. And I'm like, you know, I am just happy that I got something done, you know? (laughs) And he's just like, oh, my word, Kendra. Uh, So you were here from the beginning of the podcast. Uh, Do you remember when you first heard that we were
1: starting a podcast? I think you were home for Christmas and you talked about, you know, that it was something that you wanted to do. And then, um, you know, it progressed. And then later in the year, you told me it was coming and um, I anxiously awaited the first episode to drop
0: I didn't remember uh, mentioning that at Christmas, because I just thought we started planning in
1: March, but we started thinking about it in Christmas of 2015. Maybe not. Maybe that was your, maybe that was your YouTube channel. And it's possible. I mean. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it all runs together. But I remember you talking about it, whether it was at Christmas or, you know, in the spring. Uh, it, was, it was your YouTube channel that you were talking about at Christmas. Anyway, I remember you talking about it that you guys were hoping to do it and then um you know waiting for the first episode because at that point i had to ask you what a podcast was (laughs) you explained it to me as a radio a modern day radio show i was like oh okay i know what that is on demand like netflix (laughs) yes i don't you don't have to wait for it to come you can just you know anytime you want it so now your dad and i have this active list of podcasts we go through
0: i'm so proud (laughs) convert both of you
1: he actually listens to more than i do
0: but anyway so we didn't have a newsletter at first you remember when you started proofing for
1: reading women mm. i think i started proofing like when you were setting up your web page or whatever you would send me you know hey can you look at this or you know here's what we're playing because you were able to read and write you know with text yeah. more than and you would say hey this is what i'm planning to put up could you look at you know, look it over for me, Um, does this make sense, or, you know, typos, or whatever, and then um, as you, as reading women progressed, and you put more things into print, you would have me proof, you know, like posts on Facebook, or posts on Instagram, once you got over there, and, you know, I started out that way, and then when you started doing the newsletter, then you would have me proof. When you went to Patreon, you would have me read you know, proof that one as well. I kind of have a designer feel of what's coming up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I get to do the newsletters. That's been really helpful um, because I just, you know, proofing is not my strong suit. I mean, it really wasn't even when I could read, read, but like now it's just like not even happening. Cause you have to have that attention and focus to detail. It's not um, great for me. Um but I, so we started the podcast in 2016 on June 1st. Um, do you remember any particular early
1: episodes that you really enjoy or maybe themes? I really liked when you talked about um, My Brilliant Friend. I think that was, according to my notes I wrote down, that's episode 12. But I really liked that it, it one thing your podcast has done is it has introduced me to a lot of writers and even genres that I never experienced before you know and I probably would have not known to read them but um that was one of your early you know books that were translated you were promoting translation of works that have been written first written in a different language had been translated to English and that was one I read so I remember that one from you know your first season
0: yeah, I, I remember that first season was just a lot of the things that uh, we love the most. And I that was actually their, our first episode that kind of went viral um, because that episode got around, I think, 34,000 downloads within the first month. And that was really... I don't know, that started the process of thinking that this might be more than just something with our friends. Do you remember when it became went from a hobby to more of like a serious-esque business, I guess? It sounds weird saying that. <laughs>
1: yeah, how, how early did you put things on Instagram?
0: Uh, we, from the very beginning, we had an Instagram, and the first photo was of me editing.
1: Okay, well, I remember on Instagram... I remember one time, and I wasn't sure if this was the first season or, you know, when, but I remember um, looking at the number of followers you had, and I remember saying to your dad, you know, this has expanded more than just beyond her family or, you know, or the families um, and close friends. This is, you know, this is a lot more than, you know, just like, Oh, mom listens or my aunts listen, or which some of your aunts do listen, but you know, it's expanded beyond that. And, um, you know, this, this is really becoming something.
0: I remember I was laid off at the end of 2016 from, you know, I freelance. So it was my biggest freelance job. And so I didn't really know what to do Mm -hmm. after that. And so I, went full time with reading women. Just, I thought it was going to be just in the interim. And we just wanted to get some big things done, like getting the newsletter ready set up and all that stuff. Um, getting our website, you know, we had a new website at the beginning of the year. We had a new logo, the whole thing. And I remember you picked up the first reading women challenge, which I believe was the year of 2017. I think,
1: is that right? Um, Hold on. I think it was 18 it was 18 yes it was 18 you would have announced it at the end of 17 because that one I was able to complete yeah um I didn't I did you know part of other ones but that one I actually did the whole thing and I did one of the bonus ones I didn't get to Flannery O'Connor but I did all the others and read Mrs. Dalloway for the wolf prompt so I was proud of me yeah, I'm, I
0: forgot you read Mrs. Dalloway. I just my my friend Laura was visiting, and she just gave me a special edition of Mrs. Dalloway in this gorgeous cover, and it's like a, a book from the UK. And I it was like, I don't own that edition of Mrs. Dalloway because I have about I don't know at least six editions. Yes. <laughs> Mrs. Dalloway is going to get a shelf soon. I mean, Virginia already has her own shelf, basically. Right.
1: But just that book will soon. That book. That
0: soon. book. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm collecting the whole uh, a whole like edition of all of the books, but yeah. I just collect all of the editions of Mrs. Dalloway. Um, I have a few of a room of one's own, but um, yeah. I still, even as the podcast has moved to a more broader perspective um, of literature, I still really love reading her just because it's like those comfort reads that you mentioned. Yes just she's just so familiar to me and I remember I really loved I really loved grad school yeah because I had a lot of friends and a lot of great classes great teachers um I don't know there's just something special about rereading books that you've loved
1: yeah and it's I think sometimes um it's nice not to be surprised You know, like, especially with the last year and a half or so and and for us for this year, there have been so many surprises and a lot of them haven't been nice. So having something where you knew what was coming and that it's a, you know, that that sort of familiarity is part of what's comfortable and part of what's so appealing about rereading. I've always liked to reread books, but... um, you know, some people say, Oh, I never reread a book. And that that always kind of makes me think, why? You know, I yeah. mean, if you've really enjoyed the book, you know, enjoy it again. You know. But because you always pick up something new, you know. Yeah. When you go back and you can find nuances and relationships and this, that, and the other when you know further down the road what happens, you know, you can pick up stuff. So anyway. Yeah. You can also pick up more author inconsistencies when those happen too. So I No, they didn't do that. This happened. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's very true. I'm, I'm about to start I have a bunch of reading plans and we'll we'll talk about that at the end. But I keep thinking about what I wanna reread, but then I also have all these books I want to read and I know. I know. I I feel like that's definitely something that's very exciting. So we'll, we'll circle back to that at the end. I don't want to spoil that segment or whatever. Like we're like, we're so formal. Um, (laughs) I feel like today, you know, we're breaking the mold because normally, you know, I was thinking about this. We have had the same structure on the podcast since its inception. And it has been that we have one theme, we have a bunch of books in the first episode, a discussion episode in the second one and we wanted to do that because we we noticed that most book podcasts that we were listening to were surveys right they were overviews to get entice you to read the book but we wanted an in-depth discussion to kind of replicate what we had experienced in grad school when we had this, you know these big um, classes where we had to write these like giant papers about certain things and you know, that was something I always really enjoyed about the podcast was being able to take that deep dive into books. So for you, mom, as someone who enjoys reading, is that something that you really enjoyed? Did you find yourself wanting to pick up the books for the discussion episodes? Or what was your process for that?
1: I really did like the discussion episodes, because it was sort of like listening to a couple friends talk about their, you know, talk about books but it was almost like I've never been to a formal book club but it was kind of like being at a book club hearing different perspectives on a book and seeing what each of you got out of it that the other may not have picked up on or you know whatever um but um yes I did like those and that is why I've read some of the books that I have is because you guys would talk about them And, um, I go, oh, I really want to do that. And I, I'd never heard of a TBR before, but, um, I'm looking in my journal and I have a to be read that, um, overflowed my bookshelf. I mean, I do it in my bullet journal as a bookshelf and yeah, my, that bookshelf is overflowing too. So there we go. (laughs) Real uh, life imitate, no life imitates art, art imitates (laughs) life, whatever that is. My bullet journal and our bookshelves are both in the same condition. You know, it's true. Uh, so.
0: People may not know this, but my dad also has an overflowing library that mom is staring <laughs> at right now. Um, we're re- running out of shelves. It reminds me of the Sword in the Stone in the Disney version where his house yes. is just cluttered. Yes. And I'm like, that's my dad. is my dad Merlin. That makes Darius you know, the Owl, right? All his the bookshelf- cat. <laughs> uh,
1: yes, 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 but most of his bookshelves are um, double yeah. stacked. Really. And um, you know, and some of them that are not deep enough to be double stacked, the top shelf has two layers. You know, like they're on top of each other. Our granddaughter comes up here, and she just kind of like stands and looks. You know, like oh, all those books. <laughs> you know tell her don't bother those. we we give her some of her run
0: yeah I don't I don't think uh that's exactly her speed
1: <laughs> no when our grandson was younger um a stack of your dad's a series was on the floor but it was not in order and so he said Mimi can I please put these in order <laughs> <laughs> it's <was> about seven <laughs> and it just it bothered him they were out of order I appreciate that
0: when I send him books, I worry that he won't keep them together, like the series together. But I try not to think about it. Like, I know, like, he's a boy that is kind of stereotypical in a certain way, we'll just say. Uh, But, yeah. You know, one of the best moments of my life is when he was, like, telling his friends that his aunt is cool and can get him, like, whatever book he wants or something. And I'm like, that's a... That's a nerdy flex right there, isn't it?
1: <laughs> oh, he thinks Aunt Kay knows everything there is about books. They'll say, hmm, I wonder if this book is out. I think I need to talk to Aunt Kay. <laughs>
0: All right, so we 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 started the podcast. We got to the new season. We started doing author interviews, and we talked about author interviews in our last like reminiscence episode. Um, but what did you think like when that started? Because I feel like that was kind of unexpected. We did not expect to do author interviews. It was kind of a yeah. a startling. I'm um, about to say occurrence.
1: That's not right. A startling. What's the word I'm looking for? Development. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I. I think it was really cool the one that I probably resonated with the most is when you did Maggie O'Farrell oh my goodness Um, her book I am I am I am I just I think because I identify with that book so much not that I have I mean I've had illnesses off and on but I don't consider myself chronically ill but when she talked about her child being chronically ill that's when I was like okay yes this you know And, um, so that one was, that's probably my favorite one of all time of all the ones you've done. Yeah. That was probably my favorite just because, yeah, just because. That one stands out
0: in my mind as well. Um, I, at the end of the podcast, I just started sobbing and so (laughs) like, thankfully there was someone else to like carry it through because like, I would definitely was not, um, coherent enough. And so that, that, yeah, I just remember that one. Like, there are certain ones, that certain interviews that stand out in my mind, but of course we talked about that last time. But um, I don't think I realized even interviewing Maggie O'Farrell that I was disabled and I because that was not a word that I would ever apply to myself because you don't think about, like we have in our minds what disabled people are, but when you realize that that is a form of gatekeeping – and that there's just a lot more going on with the term disabled and what that means for you as a person and who can be disabled and who's not disabled. Um, I think that was really the beginning of me looking into that term because I realized that there was something different between Maggie O'Farrell and I that was not the same. Um, in that, like, you know, she eventually recovered from her chronic illness as a child and she did not consider herself chronically as, as an adult, but I did. And I was like, oh, there's a difference. And so, you know, that's just Maggie Farrell's experience. But that, for me, personally, engaging with that book was really important. And it's a gorgeously written book. And I really appreciate what she says about, you know, caregiving for a child and who has who's a chronic illness or who is disabled. And that needs to go
1: on my reread TBR. Yeah. No. Would that be TBRR to be reread? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I need to read it again. New
0: acronym. Yes. You heard it here first. <laughs> um so we have a lot of themes that we've done over the course and of course we had I don't know it was a couple seasons before the new co-host came on um but then when they did there was like a whole new world of ideas um so what what was your thoughts moving into that because by then you were like proofreading every week and doing all these different things for the podcast and um I know Beth our transcript editor has said that she considers like different eras of reading women uh, and she says that was like a beginning of a new era. We had so many different people, ideas and all sorts yes, of things.
1: Yes, I, I, I enjoyed that. And I enjoyed the, um, the different interests that they brought in. And um, like uh, The Widows of Malabar Hill, I never would have discovered that. Um, I, I mean, that was a fantastic or is a fantastic book. And, um, and then I read the one after that. Um, if she has a third one, I haven't read that. And then when you did, like, the uh, futurism, That one, yes. Thank you very much. With Binti, I really liked that book. I mean, that one was one I, I never would have, you know, been exposed to or it wouldn't have come on my radar, you know. So I really appreciated the different, you know, everybody has their, like, comfort area of reading, and it was good to, you know, expand out into other things, and I really enjoyed those. And Yeah,
0: know. I really appreciate that. I know Sati um, was very excited about the episode we did with Bezzy and Afrofuturism and African Futurism. And, uh, and yeah, I remember when, uh, you know, a lot of patrons, I asked this to the patrons uh, a while ago, and I remember that um, partition narratives that we did with Samaya was a big favorite. And then you have, like, Authors like Vera Hiranandani, who was a guest on the show to recommend some books, she talked about she talked about how that you know it affected her family, and and somebody talked about how it affected her family, and I know that was really just a great a great moment that I will always remember in the podcast history. Um, and also, like we you know with Jacqueline, we had a lot of great Australian literature, and she raised a lot of awareness for how. A few books come from the Australia to America and how it's really difficult to get Australian, you know, written titles and they're actually very good. It's just there's this huge problem with getting international literature into America and all this stuff. And so her episodes have always been really informative on that. And she's such a champion for Australian literature. So, yeah, it's it's been it's been a great it's been a great six seasons and I'm very proud of what we've put out and the wide variety of perspectives. And, you know, the patrons, you know, I just want to give a huge shout out to the patrons because they have stuck with us for so long in so many different like versions and developments and how we've grown over the years. And, um, you know, they've always been so appreciative um, of how hard the team has worked. And I'm so grateful for that uh and you know mom one of their favorite episodes was when we talked about what it was like being homeschooled for really? the patreon yeah oh
1: that's cool
0: yeah And we were going to do a second episode but it didn't work out for logistical reasons i think i was sick sure. um which is usually the reason why things don't get done on time um
1: <laughs> you were home and or well you were here and um i know where you are is home but you know what it means. uh you're here and um we were going to do it, and then you got sick, and it just didn't work.
0: Well, now about, you're here on yeah. the main on the main Woo-hoo. feed, up in the big <laughs> right. I got
1: moved in the big league out of the uh, <laughs> out of the minors. <laughs> so, what is one
0: thing that happened that you were like? I have a lot of moments that I can't believe that this is happening. That this
1: is my life. Did you have one of those moments for reading women? When I when you started getting mentioned by various big name media outlets or when I know for a while, your dad would keep me up to date on how many um, uh, followers like you had on Instagram or whatever. And, and um, (laughs) you know, it's just like, wow, how far it's come from the beginning when it was just for your friends and, you know, whatever. And, and it was like your influence was literally worldwide between the contributors you had and the media outlets that were interviewing you. And then you were on other podcasts and it's like, this is so cool, you know? So, um, and then when you were asked to go, you know, be on a panel or to be a judge here or whatever, and, You know, it was like, and it was because of Reading Women, that's how they knew about you. And, you know, it's just, it's been really cool to see how Reading Women has influenced, um, I think, the way people read and what they read. And, you know, just because the podcast is not going to be continuing does not mean that influence has ended or that people can't still remember what Reading Women has stood for. And continue, I mean, you know, you've opened doors that those doors will be forever open for your listeners, you know, and for those who followed you on Instagram or wherever, you know. So, I mean, just because the podcast itself is not continuing doesn't mean it's still not having an impact. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Is One thing
0: I've I've learned is, you know, I've worked 60 hours on this podcast for the last two years and a week, right? Yeah. Yeah. A week. Yeah. Not total. Not total. <laughs> oh my word. Um, and it, it, you know, it, sometimes you're just so in it. It's hard. It, it's hard. Sometimes it can be hard to remember, like, you know, you're so in it and you're just trying to get the, meet the deadlines. It's, sometimes difficult to just be like, "Oh right, we're doing this because we love books and because we want to make a difference in everyday readers' lives, and we want to support these authors who may not be getting as much attention as they deserve because of one reason or another um and so that's something that I really have always loved about the podcast was that that is ultimately why I did this, and I'm so grateful when listeners reach out and say, You know, you know, I've been reading these books, and I didn't realize like How many dudes I was reading or how many like white people I was reading or I'm, you know, belong to this community. And I realized I wasn't reading any books from my own community. And I really wanted to read those. And it was just something I didn't realize. Those are the those are the moments of why reading women exists is really for listeners um, and for those authors. And that's something that
1: definitely a big takeaway. Yeah. And I was looking I was looking back in my, in my bullet journal, my, uh, you know, the, my books that I'd read, especially like 2018, 2019, and how many of the books are on there because of reading women, because I heard about them on reading women or, you know, heard about, or they were featured on reading women or, you know, whatever. Of course, then once I discovered the, the, uh, Joanne uh, it's called the Hannah Swenson series if anybody wants to look it up (laughs) but um once I discovered those I mean there are 28 in the books in the series so you know that became the main focus of what I was listening to but um because I had a lot of catching up to do but um but you know so many of the but and even then I discovered that because of reading women so you know it just uh, it's really had a big influence on what I've read the last few years um at least
0: pre-COVID. So normally in our Patreon episodes, this is where I ask people, "Do you have any questions for me?" So I'm going to do that here since we're kind of breaking the mold on the the main feed. Uh, <laughs> are you have any questions that you wanted to ask me? Because it's been a while since we did an episode on Patreon. It's been what a couple,
1: few years. Yeah, uh, yeah. What? So now with the podcast winding down or ending. Um, so now what's next for you? What are you going to do? Because I know you, you're not going to just sit at home and twiddle your thumbs. <laughs> that's not like you. You have too much of your father in you. Oh, that's um, very true. <laughs> it is. An anxious workhorse. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, constantly. <trustfully. laughs> I mean, you know, even if we're watching a movie, we have to be doing something else too. Uh, this is a man who reads at red lights. So anyway... Um, don't try that at home, children. Please. <laughs> well, he's sitting still at a red. Box, you know. But anyway, yes, don't try this. It's not something I recommend. Anyway, what's next? Um, well,
0: I I actually am not. I'm not doing anything big next. Some people have emailed me, um, sent really wonderful, kind emails, and asked me what's next. And and they're like, oh, I'm sure you have something like a big new project planned. And I'm like, well. Not really. Um, I'm actually was planning on medical leave, uh, as it were, just to take some time off to do some testing I've been putting off um, that I couldn't do while podcasting. And I'm going to be doing that. And actually, my doctor wants to start earlier than planned. So actually, I start uh, my first round of testing in a week from this recording. Um, So that's Thrilling, right? Like, oh, we're going to do this in December, right before the holiday. That's great. Um, so we're going to do that. Lovely. <laughs> um, I tease and say that I'm retiring to be a state home corgi man, Um, because Gwen, our second corgi, is just about five months and she loves to chew everything, out of the, especially baskets, are her favorite. She has found every basket in this house. That we have tried to like put in other places. She found them all: the Pottery Barn one, the Walmart one, TJ Maxx one. It doesn't matter. Equal opportunity basket Um And I will be working on Reed Appalachia. It's more of a, a heritage project, but it's been doing. I, I didn't. It was just something there to have an outlet because I moved out of the region a year ago, and uh, you know from the outer edges of the region. And I wanted to do something more, so I have that. Um, and I actually had to give up my booktube channel this year because I just was so sick. I couldn't do reading women and it at the same time. So I want to do more with that and kind of go back to doing some of that. But main, oh, good. I I I miss it, you know. Um, but, you know, the big thing I think for me is resting. Um, you know, we and then our society praise overwork. We, we, we say we have a lot of bluster about self-care and whatever, but we praise overwork. And when you're, and I'm a disabled, chronically ill person, um, a lot of people don't understand that like when I say I can't do something, there's a physical reason for it. And so it's been really difficult to try to communicate that in a very like busy working world that is publishing. And so I'm going to take some time. I'm going to read some dudes, you know, like <laughs> I haven't read books by men except for like Garth Nix, you know, like the Sabriel books or whatever. I haven't read dudes in a long time. So I have like Ocean Vuong, uh, Brian Washington, uh, who Jacqueline is a huge fan of. So that's been on my list for ages. Uh, I, I have so many that I have a, have a stack of dudes that I want to read. Um, Of course, more women, more women in translation in particular. Um, I really am excited just to read what interests me. Um, I'm judging something right now. So when that's over, I can read, listen, I guess for me, whatever I want to. Um, and the last thing I guess is I, I freelance for Book Riot. I know like I'm saying I'm not doing a lot and there's are like things here, but the thing is, is like Except for my freelance work, I don't have deadlines with a lot of this other stuff. So if I'm sick, I can take the week off if I want to, right? With Reading Women, no one else edits the podcast. So I have, I have, I'm the one that has to do it. I haven't had a vacation where I haven't worked on Reading Women ever since it started. So I'm like, I'm ready. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. Cause even when you've come to see us, you say, well, you know, I'll have to work while I'm there. And we're like, yeah, okay. You know, and you have, <laughs> you have you know? Yeah. So it'll be good for you to have some time off. Everybody needs time off sometimes.
0: Yeah. And you know, one of the things that, um, one of our uh, patrons, she's also chronically ill and she and I talk a lot. Um, shout out to Shelby. Um, and there was this thing that like she posted, I don't know. It was a while ago, but it was like something about chronically ill people feeling guilty when you take off time when you feel well. Because most of the time you take off is when you're sick and you save your vacation for your sick days, but you're allowed to take vacation when you feel well. And that is like, it's like a mind, like my the mind-blown emoji is like in my brain. Um, yeah, play World of Warcraft and uh, Sims and... Animal Crossing, listening to audiobooks. I mean, I haven't changed since I was a teenager, I suppose. Still playing the same games.
1: <laughs> you know, 20, I can see 20, you on the couch. Yes. <laughs> Surrounded by a couple laptops and a drink and a comfy blanket. And yeah. The nesting.
0: Same. Nesting ever yeah. since. I pass it on to my corgi children. My genetics are that strong It jumps Species that I adopted.
1: <laughs> oh that's so fun!
0: well I'm also planning on visiting you because I'll finally be able to visit you at random times
1: my...
0: yay I just charted out favorite. where to fly in and okay. different things so I'll be able to do that throughout the year and I'm very excited because Samuel doesn't get off but if I can fly so as long as weather holds so that's exciting um, yeah yeah i I think you know, I'm very proud of what we've done with reading women. Uh, and I think you know, just like TV shows end, you know, podcasts end and you know everyone on the team, you can still follow on social media. you can go check out their pages. I'll link some things down in the show notes where you can find a list of the team members and all this stuff so you can go follow them and see what they're doing they have a lot of their own projects going on i know three of them have their own podcasts that either are currently going on or will be starting in the new year so um you can go follow those which is really exciting um mom what are you going to be doing in the new year
1: in the new year uh Probably still listening to my audio books going <laughs> back and forth to work. Um, I haven't been crafting this year. I'm hoping if, you know, life will settle down. Maybe I can get back in my making cards again. Because I do miss it. I just, you know, there's only so much bandwidth. Yeah. So. Um, and you do scrapbooking
0: custom-made cards.
1: Yes, I do. I do more cards than scrapbooks anymore. Uh, I did your cousin's wedding album and that was pretty much the last no i didn't i did her an album f- about her husband growing up um and that was probably about the last scrapbooking i've really done i mean done my grandchildren what a kind of a grandma <laughs> <am I>? um <laughs> but um right now i'm just busy you know playing animals and animal crossing whatever. we love we love the new update yes we do we do and um talking villagers and you know what have you (laughs) Um, i just got fang i got two to come the same day so today when i get on i'll have two new villagers at the same time that's impressive never happened to me before i brought one in by amiibo and one asked to leave that i was willing to let leave and it turned out that they were synchronized so i have fang and savannah coming today well I this is this so
0: this is the end um, here of reading women and I want to say thank you all so much for listening over the last almost six years now I greatly appreciate it I I don't know how you know I've had reading women in my life since I was 25 like so I was just out of school so I have either been in school or had reading women in my life and so now it's like a whole, New chapter for me. I usually have chapters in my life for six and seven years apiece. It seems like, <laughs> um, so I don't know what the next part is going to look like. But um, you all can find, as I said, all of our team members on the team page. You can find me and my social media on there, um, and you can follow along if you if you would like. Um, but I want to say thanks to everyone for listening. And all of our backlisted episodes are still going to be hosted with LitHub, So you can go listen to those whenever you like. You can even try past challenges that you didn't do. So a lot of people have contacted us and say, well, we just found the challenge in 2021. What do we do now? Well, we can send them back to old challenges. Or you can check out Book Riot's Read Harder Challenge. And then also um, Storygraph has their, a challenge coming out this year, I believe, as well. So you have a lot of different options. Um, A lot of people are discussing on our posts on Instagram where to go. So definitely check out those as well. Um, And we also have some recommendations on Patreon. So we have people coming on on Patreon who we think would be cool for you to follow. So you can head over there if you like um, and listen to those episodes for um, the starting is a dollar. And that's going to be just in December. And then that's it. So you want to sneak in there while you can. Is there
1: anything else, Mom, you wanted to cover? Uh, No, I don't think so. Just, uh, you know, we're very proud of you and all that Reading Women has done. And um, we're anxious to see what the next chapter looks like. Thank you. And it's, I think it's, you're welcome. And I think it's really cool how Reading Women has been able to showcase and support so many women. And um, you have you know, promoted other women and their projects. And it's not like, you know, oh, well, you know, they're they're working for this part. So, you know, you can't promote that, but you've been very willing to promote their special projects and, you know, their pages and whatever. And, and I think that's really cool. I think the, that's the way it should be. You know, we should, um, You know, what is that saying that we should straighten each other's crown without letting the world know that it slipped or something? I don't know. There's a quote out there, something like that. But, you know, anyway, but, you know, just helping each other out. That's the way it should be. So good
0: job. Well, I appreciate it. Um, And I appreciate your support. And as you have, um, you know, you've been reading Women's Number One Fan. And I appreciate that, um, you know, whether we had like, five listens or you know (laughs) 50,000 it didn't matter um and so I really appreciate that mom whenever I felt really bad about something that didn't go right or I was upset about something not turning out the way I wanted or whatever um you've always been really encouraging so I appreciate it and I think for a podcast called Reading Women um that's really important because it's women supporting other women and Not always, but oftentimes that's that's your mom that teaches you that, and so I really appreciate that. You're very welcome. All right. Well, listeners, that's it. That's our last show. Um, Many thanks to our patrons whose support has made this podcast possible these last almost six years. Um, This episode was produced by me, Kendra Winchester, our music Uh, is by Mickey Saito with Isaac Green. You can find all of our backlisted episodes wherever you get your podcast. And you can find Reading Women on Instagram and Twitter at The Reading Woman. And thank you so, so much
1: for listening.